feel like today is like a collective sigh of relief for everyone. It was... I, I didn't think it would be, and then it was happening, and I gotta agree, man. It's just been nice to be on the internet and read positive things, and, like, positive yeah. memes and, like, good vibes. Yeah, like, it's it's weirdly different in the sense that, like, I know there's still a lot of work that needs to be done, and, like, racism wasn't fixed by a new <laughs> president, but it feels better just having... To not worry about the administration actively fucking over people, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's a lot of just... disappointments <laughs> to be had, but for, like, today, it was just sort of like a, we don't have to care about his stupid bullshit anymore. Like, I mean, I know you had posted on Twitter about, like, oh, we can go back and then what do you, what's the news going to talk about? And, like, the first thing that popped up on mine was, if you've heard about the Peloton scandal... Yeah, or, yeah. I and I was that. like, I love this. They were just like, oh, is this exercise bike? Does it really represent a young or Joe Biden from Scranton? Is it a security hazard? And it's like, yes, give me this sort of a scandal. Is the exercise <laughs> bike a problem? Oh, no, the Russians <laughs> will know how hard he's been biking. <laughs> yeah, like I, I'm, I'm okay <laughs> with that. I don't have to actively worry about who the fuck is tweeting and like whether they've taken the rights away of some other minority group, you know, like it's, it's a regular president. It might not be a great president, might not even be the president we wanted, but it's a regular, not completely unhinged person. It's, and I was about uh, to say, this is the for, Christian Bale of presidents. <laughs> This is, it's not like the Tim Burton Batmans. It's not like the future Batmans or the Ben Affleck one, thank God. But it's, it's, it's solid, I think. We'll see how it goes. It has promise. Yeah. Yeah. It could be a lot worse. We oh, know God. because the last four years have been a lot worse. Ugh. It's a gamer. We're here. It's a gamer. This makes no fucking sense, but we're doing it anyway. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Make Me a Gamer, the procedurally generated podcast that's a roguelike for your ears. I'm your host, T-Man, and I'm here with... Harvey Z, in the place to be. And we do, in fact, talk about games on this podcast. I try to actively avoid talking about games in the beginning. Like, sometimes (laughs) I just can't help myself, and it's like, no, this is a gaming podcast. Save it for the podcast. Yeah, I, I, I get that. I feel like our cold opens are usually... Uh, they run the gamut of how close they're related to whatever the fuck we're talking about that week. But, you know, we, we, we try to talk about games. We sometimes get sidetracked depending on if you bring up bringing people home to your parents and that's indicating that you're fucking them. But I sometimes that's just life wisdom. Harvey Z's wisdom is being shared with the masses. That's all I. Mm, w- wisdom is a strong word and is doing a lot of work in that sentence it's it's like if my wisdom stat was like eight <laughs> yeah you know what that one works i'll i'll accept that like you're sharing your wisdom but you've got like a negative one <laughs> to it uh every time you roll speaking of wisdom I ha- there were some fortune cookies and I had one the other day and I got the fortune on it was like they they range fortunes range from like oh that's nice to this isn't even a fortune and this this one I got it's not a fortune and it's not even a complete sentence oh okay <laughs> it the 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 fortune I got was simply wish you happiness I mean, that's an uh, I I allow that in fortune cookies. That's nice. It's a positive message to like. It's a good luck kind of thing. Yeah, but it's it. Who is wishing me happiness? The like, fortune no cookie. Subject. The fortune oh. cookie. Oh, okay. So, like, the, I just ate something that was nice to me. Is that what you're saying? Well, like, if you actually eat fortune cookies, that's your business. I just break them apart, get the message, and, like, usually leave them be unless I know they're high quality. 
really you you don't eat the fortune cookies most of the time most of the time they're like cardboard but they're cookies man it's in the name oh i was i'm gonna i don't know if a fortune cookie is a real cookie that oh are we gonna are we gonna start this off with with some hot takes is that what we're gonna do right now it's it's like so i will say there are some really nice fortune cookies out there the ones that taste like vanilla are delicious. I don't know the company. And like, I've been out of the fortune cookie slash Chinese food game long enough that I don't remember which ones they are. But like, mm-hmm. otherwise, most of the time I assume fortune cookies are shitty. I'll have a bite to be polite, like a broken off corner made when I broke the fortune cookie. But otherwise, you just read the fortune and you kind of put it away. It's not for us. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I think fortune cookies are tasty. But I do agree with you that, like, some of them are more cardboard than others. Like, mm-hmm. the ones that you – if you, let, let me put it this way. If you go to, like, a store, like a grocery store, and buy, like, a box of 50 fortune cookies or whatever, however they sell them like that, those mm-hmm. are probably going to be bad. Really? If you get fortune cookies from, like, a restaurant or whatever, they're usually ones that I'm, I, I like to eat. I assume they're. I assume the restaurant is just going to the store and getting fifty fortune cookies. Like I, you don't know that, but like some might. If you're getting from like I don't know, like Noodles and Company or like some big chain, I'm sure they just have like they don't even do anything. I I don't I don't know. But the so point wait, is, where do you think where do you think the good restaurants are getting their fortune cookies from? I don't know. They probably got a, a baker in the back that, you know, like puts together the fortune what? cookies and what? like slides the paper in, you know, they hand you write think, them before they. <laughs> you think someone actually makes the fortune cookie in a restaurant like ever? Okay. No, I don't. I don't actually think that, but they should. Like, I mean, if it came without a wrapper, I'd be suspicious as hell, but I might believe that. But if it's got that plastic Yeah, most of them it, do come in wrappers. You're right. Yeah. I don't think I've had a fortune without a wrapper. Yeah, I, I can't think of it off the top of my head either. Well, like if I saw or, that, I would be impressed and I would assume then automatically there's something special about this fortune cookie. Or would you be distrustful because you're getting an unwrapped fortune cookie and you're like, oh God, what have they done to this? Both actually, I would say would cross my mind, but I would try it again using my partial bite method or like whatever piece broke off. But I'd be more optimistic that this might actually be good. Because <laughs> I just assumed like, yeah, they go to like an Asian store or like the wholesale and just buy like because you can buy them in like the hundreds, these cookie things or the fortunes. Yeah, I guess. I, I don't know. I've, I've, I guess I'm just hoping maybe I'm, I'm i'm under an illusion here but i'm like hoping that higher quality chinese restaurants have a higher quality box they're getting the fortune cookies out of because they do taste different than the ones you can buy yourself in the store i haven't actually ever tried to buy store bought fortune cookies like oh i have I, I i'm a cookie slut i've i've definitely bought I mean, fortune cookies like, I was about to say, you're not a cookie slut, and then you bought fortune cookies. All right, that is a bit slutty. That's, like, real, like, bottom of the barrel. I mean, I'm, I'm the asshole that always buys that weird-ass Oreo flavor that they've recently put out Whoa. just to try the Oreos. Whoa, that's that's fine. Oreos are gourmet in, like, the cookie rankings. I was about to say, like, Oreos and Girl Scout cookies, You that's fine. Now, if you got, right, hold, like, hold knockoff Oreos... Hold- Hold up a sec. I don't. I don't think you. I. I wouldn't consider Oreo gourmet cookies. They're they like are fine. fucking. And like I love Oreos. Don't get me wrong. But if we're using the word gourmet here, like I always think of like the Pepperidge Farm. You know, like Milano. Oh my cookies fucking god! Whatever. Those things fucking suck. That's elitist <laughs> bullshit. Like Pepperidge <laughs> Farm and like Milano's. As a kid, I never understood why people love those fucking things. They're they're super dry. The chocolate's shitty. And it's just, it's like upper crust white people, like, oh, this must be good kind of thing. Fuck that shit. Give me the Oreos, which are like apparently vegan and like awesome. Oreos are like the Bernie Sanders of cookies. <laughs> okay. I will agree with you. Like, I'm not saying I like the Pepperidge Farm <laughs> stuff better, but it, I've always felt like those are like the higher tier it's like the caviar of cookies you know like it doesn't actually taste any better than regular food but they look like they're wrapped in a nice sort of 
shell and like the higher upper crust people enjoy them like it's just give me those little like scottish tin boxes that are the metal boxes filled with those little cookies those are delicious oreos are delicious and chewy girl scout cookies girl scout cookies are yeah no fault there those are high tier cookies but like yeah oh the lot where do you fall on chips ahoy so chips ahoy chewy god tier that's up there with Mm -hmm. oreo those are the two god tier cookies for me the regular Chips Ahoy's, they're maybe, maybe average is too low. Like, they're in the top, like, 75%. Like, they're very good. Like, that's what I wish cookies would be like. If I get a Chips Ahoy cookie, I'm not unhappy. If it's chewy, though, I'm, like, amazed. I love chewy cookies. I feel like Chips Ahoy, I think they did, like, a s'mores-type flavor or something. Those were really good. I don't... like. I feel like Chips Ahoy Chewy, I'm just getting an inferior chocolate chip cookie. Like, there can be a better, meltier Chips Ahoy chocolate chip cookie than, than, you know. That is the ultimate in chocolate chippiness, is what all chocolate chip cookies, even homemade ones, should be that level of chewiness. Where it's firm, but not... I don't think so. I I think it's chewy without the melty is the problem. Like, like you, you don't get that the the uh, warm chocolateness from like a fresh from the oven chocolate chip cookie. See, I'm not a big person into melty in my cookies, but are you a dunker? Oh no, I don't dunk. I just See, eat. I'm I'm a dunker. That's why Oreos, God level for dunking. Chips Ahoy Chewy, if you can dunk quick enough, they're amazing. But if I dunk, I don't need the meltiness because again, it's cold milk is the way to go. Right. I mean, you're asking the person who doesn't drink milk if they're a dunker. Come on. Oh, yeah. You weird. Again, like another reason you're wrong on the milk problem. <laughs> like dunking, like donuts, bagels, cookies. I would dunk everything as Wait, a kid and still do. Bagels? My God. You've never dunked a bagel? Bagels like, in milk? Bagels, cream joking? cheese, milk. No. Like I, Ugh. even now, like... If I go home to my parents and they have a bagel around the house and I put some cream cheese on it, that shit's going in milk. Like, oh, that's disgusting. Why how would you do that? Now, to be fair, the no, actually, garlic bagels, everything bagels, and cinnamon raisin yeah, bagels no, are that, my three those, levels. All, all of them are dunkable. Flavors, all those flavors don't like. I don't want to put milk I, on that. Oh, because bagels, you toast them, like, they I get, get crunchy, I'm but not, you need the I'm chew. Not the hugest f- I'm not the hugest fan of like cream cheese or whatever, but I get it with a bagel, you know, like, but liquefying it, like you don't want soggy bread. Oh, no. Now you've got, there is an art to dunking, but yes, you do want some and bagels, warm dunks. It's the best way to eat them. Like this is like, as a kid, I was known actually, and almost made fun of in my family because I dunked everything, everything being bagels, toast, like I would dunk As toast. You I mean, should, is that because weird? that's not that's not. Oh no, toasted dunk bagels it. are kind of like on the same spectrum. There, you d- toast no. Oh, you put jelly or like jam, and Sometimes then you dunk it. Cheese, if you no, no God, why would you? Oh, you God. what? Like oh. this is like normal for me. No one has challenged my okay, dunking. Maybe away. that's normal for you, but I, mm, I'm gonna have to do a poll real quick because. That oh no, Duncan and oh that's like oh, I I, I, I like, can't even form words. I'm so disgusted by what I'm hearing. Like my mother was a dunker. She dunked her toast, and I decided to uh, experiment. <laughs> and I dunked bagels, and I dunked other various things. Scones. I'll dunk it. Like if it's a pastry of some sort, I've dunked it. So, but yeah, but like pastries are different. Like I get donuts, I get cookies. Those those I can accept. But like bagels and toast with like other shit on it already. Like cinnamon rolls. Uh, cinnamon like, rolls are maybe. Like they've already got like icing and stuff on them. Usually, I wouldn't want to. Like I I feel like there's already enough added to some of these things that you don't need to be adding milk to it. Like, but the ugh. secret is then you get sweet milk. Like, this is the poor man's horchata. As a child, I didn't know what horchata was, but I made it. And my jelly milk, delicious. Again, all pastries are dunkable to me. Cake, I've dunked. I'm not a big fan of that. Cake usually crumbles apart. But if you've got a firm cake or, again, stale cake, 
dunk that shit. <laughs> God, I. If it's bread, I will dunk it. It's a gamer. We're here. It's a gamer. This makes no fucking sense, but we're doing it anyway. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Make Me a Gamer, the precisely generated podcast that's a roguelike for your ears. I'm your host, T-Man, and I'm here with... Harvey Z, dunking in the place to be. And this is a podcast where sometimes we talk about games. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, no, we're getting off that topic of conversation. No more dunking. Uh, Unless I'm dunking on your proclivities for dunking. Hey! Oh, boo. Yeah, I'm cheering my own sort of pun. <laughs> I don't care. All right, so let's actually talk about some game stuff. Last week, we did our fantasy draft. Okay, and yes. Yeah, and so we're not going to go over it every week, as I said. However, there has been, like, a little bit of activity going on. First, uh, Hitman 3 reviews have come in, and that was, like, the first game to, to get a score on in our you know, lead, I think you, so. I think you're just talking about this because you just want to brag. I oh yeah, absolutely. I do want to brag because it's currently sitting at an 86, which means I'm starting off the year with a cool 16 points. I've got future points potentially. Yeah, no, I I mean, we don't you, know. <laughs> you picked up a lot of games, which is the other reason I wanted to sort of like talk about a little bit out because like I I didn't pick up anything the first week because I kind of wanted to give you a little bit of a you know free reign oh don't do that don't no no no, i wasn't like handicapping myself or anything but i was like i'm not i'm just gonna take the week off i i'm not gonna encourage harvey to to bid on anything or anything but if he wants to pick up a few things i'm just gonna like sit back and wait and then uh go after stuff because i i do i keep up with news and like rumors and release dates and everything a little more than you do and i felt like it would be a little too unfair if i immediately hopped on to all the things that i have heard of or you know or thinking about and stuff like that so but you did pick up a bunch of stuff i did my strategy was mainly was i realized i didn't have a lot of games with release dates and i realized that maybe i should like because we can drop as many as we want you, well, yeah, you can drop uh, yeah. as many as you want that aren't releasing in 2021. So I figure why not just like grab a whole bunch of stuff and then at some point in like, if I check this thing, because I'm not going to be, you're exactly right. I'm not going to be reading the news sites and stuff. As long as I keep track of what's coming up and if it looks like, oh, if I've heard bad press, it's probably bad. And if I've heard good press, it's probably good. And I'll just try to drop it ahead of time. Yeah. So, uh, So what did you end up picking up there? So the one that I did want to pick up that I was wondering if you would like fuck you to me to like sneak out and take it is Pokemon Snap. This one I have high hopes for. The other games are all lesser, but Pokemon Snap I feel like is the Animal Crossing of the year. Like I hope, but the problem is again, I'm thinking again from everybody enjoying it and buying it and stuff. That doesn't necessarily mean it gets a high rating. Right. Yeah, that's that's the the key and like I think Pokemon Snap is going to be real interesting because it's a fairly basic premise and there isn't a whole lot of like new things they can do with it like it's probably just going to be photographing pokemon and it's pokemon go is a huge thing and like that's just like i just feel like if you just up the graphics that's all you really need for pokemon snap you don't have to fuck it up too much more than that just up the graphics take pictures of pokemon how hard can it be Right, like, but that's that's what I'm saying is, like, that's a yeah. solid premise, and, like, I'm sure people are going to buy it, and people are going to enjoy it, but the real key here is reviews. You Will know? it be critically acclaimed and it's Right, snappy. like, like I don't think Pokemon Snap is going to breach 90, is oh, all yeah, I'm yeah, trying to say. You're right, you know, you're like, right. It, it, it could be a decent, like... 80s game if it's like good and plays on nostalgia and everything but like i think depending on is it just a new pokemon snap which is its title and it like that's enough for like pokemon fans to jump all over it but how it's going to do in the review world like it's it's a it could go either way but i don't i don't fault you for picking it up and it's probably it's not gonna i don't think it'll score negative like that one and the other one that I was thinking actually of the list of things that I picked up was actually the game Stray. 
Stray, I think, could be critically acclaimed. It's not ranked as such, but I feel like I want it to be. Yeah, like that's another one where it's probably going to get a lot of good indie feels because it's about a cat and everyone loves cats. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but we don't really know what the game's going to be about. Like, Absolutely. we've gotten a trailer it's... for it and that's about it. So depending on you know how it actually turns out we'll we'll see how it goes but it was a high yeah, risk you know, high like, reward you, that's yeah. yeah taking risks i mean the, the i don't i looked at what you picked up and i don't think there's any like bad picks on there i don't know if any of them are going to be like bank breakers where they get like 95s and are like the the game of the generation or whatever but they should be solid um so the, the two that I have that I'm just debating on, but I felt like I should just grab and maybe I can drop, is the two that I recognize, which is Back for Blood, which I think is like a variation on Left for Dead. Mm-hmm. And it's, then, it's a spiritual successor. It's it's oh, uh, the, not the same. It's Turtle Rock Studios, and I think they actually made the original Left for Dead. But, you know, Valve owns the rights to it, and they don't really make games anymore. So mm-hmm. uh, they're they're like spinning off and making their own thing uh, and it's basically going to be the same thing as left for dead and then the other one was binding of isaac repentance i've heard of the binding of isaac but i don't is it like a meat boy i keep thinking of like super meat boy but it's not i mean it's by the same person that made uh super meat boy but it's a roguelike that's like a dungeon crawler so it's it's not a platformer or anything like that I'm assuming Repentance is just like the next DLC for it. I haven't watched or kept up with Binding of Isaac or whatever. That's why it was like one where I was like, I'd rather have it and be able to drop it rather than like later want it. Well, like remember, like I said, if it's releasing this year, you you don't have unlimited ones of those. I know that one has a release date. So my goal is like sometime in March because it releases apparently March 31st. So before March or around March, I just need to look at what the hell is this game and do I really want to keep it? Because I might drop it, but it might just be but something you're, where... you're getting ahead of the game and, and picking some stuff up now to have it, have it in yes. your repertoire. I'd yeah. rather, again, have it rather than be like, oh, this game is really cool. And then I go and check and you've already got it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'll be... Um, I will be picking up some stuff this week, so... I don't know if you're planning on taking any more bids or anything, but I don't think so. Like, cause now I think I can have like three or four more slots. Like I'm down to the final, like 25% or the bottom 25, but I'm, I'm going to save it for maybe once I start to get the feel of this game. Gotcha. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I, I'm probably going to pick up like three or four and then I, cause like we're only in January. There's a whole 11 months of announcements and things coming out that we haven't even there's probably some stuff we haven't even begun to dream of that's going to be announced and be really good. Uh, you never know. Yeah, exactly. Like that, that's what like with Pokemon Snap, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'll get it this year. And then suddenly, like less than a week later, they had a release date. And I was like, I guess I need this now. <laughs> All right. Um, so that was your Fantasy League update. We probably won't be updating much uh, until more like things start dropping and more scores start happening like a lot of our things we don't even know if they're going to release this year at this point so there isn't a lot to talk about on it but you know first week we did there was a little bit of movement and i wanted to brag about hitman so we'll see what happens do a slow little monthly and, update. slow and steady slow and steady harvey z is going to be the turtle here all right um so a little bit of gaming news here real quick it's actually happened last week but i we were doing our fantasy draft so i didn't really get into it uh two kind of not i don't want to say big announcements because there aren't any coming out anytime soon but they uh first announcement is that i think it's machine games i want to say uh machine games is uh partnering with uh, Lucas Arts games, and they're making a Indiana Jones game. I was intrigued, sort of. Yeah, I saw the like little teaser for it online. Yeah, the uh, it it's Bethesda is the de- not developer, but like the producer, I guess. Should but we uh, be Machine worried? Games, the studio made the the 
most recent Wolfenstein games. Uh-huh. Um, and so they're in the uh, they're under Bethesda publisher. That's the word I was looking for, not producer. Bethesda is the publisher. Machine Games are the is the developer, and they've done the first person Wolfenstein games, and those are well regarded critically. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how Indiana Jones does, uh, because like there haven't been a lot of great Indiana Jones games, unfortunately. There was Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis, which is by far the best one of any Indiana Jones game. And like a lot of Indiana Jones games are crystal skull quality where they're <laughs> just kind of like, okay, what did, what are you doing with this franchise? Like what's, what's the point of this game? Do they tend to follow? Like, I think the, the competing game would be Laura Croft. That is Indiana Jones so, in a nutshell. I mean, they, I think sort of, yeah, they might try to go a little uncharted with this new game as well, since Uncharted came after Indiana Jones games lost relevance. So you're um, thinking like not first person, but like third person perspective or no idea. even. Yeah. So that it's interesting because like the machine games has only done first person games. So people are like trying to decide whether it'll be a first person or third person. I feel like it'll pro- probably be a third person adventure. I don't. I don't know exactly. I I assume it'll be some sort of like roller coaster ride because uh, Wolfenstein is a very story based uh, shooter. Like I've been playing the the New Order because I felt like shooting Nazis for <laughs> unrelated reasons to the world happening. No, totally related reasons. Anyway, and so it's like really good like shooting mechanics and and level design and everything but it's also a lot of story and character work on top of just like shooty shooty bang bang so i feel like it'll be in good hands and they'll have an actual like story to go along with the the indiana jones framework how is there a chance this could suck there's always a chance it could suck there's never like no studio is perfect like a lot of games come out fine or bad you know but i feel like we're we're coming into a world where like licensed properties are getting like love and attention you know like the the insomniac spider-man games uh rocksteady with their batman games a lot of like of the telltale licensed games like telltale batman the wolf among us Uh, they didn't do very well with game of thrones but that's another story and like back in like this Nintendo and Super Nintendo days, you know, where every movie would just have a licensed game sort of like puked out alongside it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the quality was just kind of like whatever, because people just they wanted to have like a, a cash tie in just like, you know, action figures get released anytime there's a new Marvel movie and might not be good quality action figures, but they're going to get get some money off the kids, right? Uh, capitalism, yay! Yay! But recently, the the more people involved with like licensing out the games have realized that gaming is an actual quality medium where they can actually make a ton of money by having successful game franchises and not just puke out licensed crap. And... So we're starting to see things like uh, the Hitman developers are going to be doing a licensed James Bond game, which I feel like is a really good fit. Uh, I'm looking forward to that a lot. (laughs) And then the other announcement I was going to make is that like Disney has partnered with Ubisoft uh, to create a Star Wars game, uh, which is a big deal because it's going to because EA has had the rights to Star Wars games for like the last decade and they have done jack shit with star wars and i think disney is really disappointed in them because battlefront 2 had a huge controversy because of the loot boxes and they've canceled like three different star wars games in the time they've had it and it's just been a big mess and like that's why a lot of people have been like disappointed with ea because they've just been completely fucking up one of the most marketable franchises in existence and of course, there was Avengers, which you know was <laughs> completely mismanaged. But 
that was like a, I, I don't even want to go into that. Anyway, so it could be bad. It could be good. I'm going to lean on the sign of good because so far their pedigree is really good with all the Wolfenstein games. But it's also, if it's like a third person adventure, it could be like the fir their first time doing it. So who knows how well they'll adapt to like a different style of game. I guess a question I would have is, so Bethesda, they also did the Fallout stuff. Would I be worried? But Bethesda, you said it's a publisher. So, so... The, yeah, so this is different because Machine Games is the studio that's making it, and they're just like owned by Bethesda, who publishes them. Bethesda proper, like the Bethesda, the game studio, is the one that made Fallout. They're the ones that fucked up Fallout seventy six. Like, there's it's like for example, Sony. Like, Sony has a bunch of different publishing studios underneath them. Like when I say like Spider-Man is insomniac while God of war was Santa Monica, you know, like, and there's like Sony Santa Monica and Sony something else and whatever, but like, they're all under the Sony umbrella. Oh, um, and Bethesda works the same way. They, they like Bethesda has like a publishing or a, a developing studio, but then they also own like id software who does the doom games. Uh, and then, machine games and a couple others i think actually zenimax is like the parent organization and owns bethesda uh it's complicated interesting like i was gonna i kind of get the concept so like there's an overarching company and then there's smaller companies that work for said company and that's i guess the difference between developers and publishers right yeah like thq nordic uh bought up a lot of like smaller developing teams and they like work under the thq nordic developer like umbrella but they're like each studio is separate it's like how uh activision has like five different studios and they're all making call of duties but they're <laughs> different studios making different call of duties because that's what activision does because bobby Kotick sucks and fuck bobby Kotick. and it sounds like studios themselves make one game at a time yes but a company that, would have different studios to make multiple games or have their fingers in many pots right exactly that yeah that's basically how it works and sometimes studios will collaborate or like one studio will make the game proper and then like another studio is making like dlc or uh one one famous thing that activision does is like it has this big studios making like the main game for call of duty but then it'll have like its smaller studios working on like multiplayer maps or you know that sort of thing to add on to content of the the main game is it ever a chance of like is one studio ever working on multiple games at the same time oh uh, yeah if you have bigger studios you can also do that like take for example from software you know they're their own studio their company i don't think they're split up into multiple studios i think they're like one big company but they have two different teams that are sort of like working on staggered games like they had like the main team working on i i don't want to say main team because it's it's not exactly how that works but they had like one team working on dark souls and then they had a second team start working on dark souls 2 after that while the most of the team that had worked on Dark Souls then moved to Bloodborne, and then they went and then they went like back and forth between like Dark Souls three and Sekiro and now Elden Ring, and like so they they are working on different things within the studio, but they have like three hundred people under their you know umbrella like that's how big their their company is, so they can work on multiple things. Whereas if you have like an indie studio of like twenty people it's unlikely they're going to be working on like five different games at once. And I feel like at some point there has been made in our weird video game culture of like making sim games. There's probably a sim developer game where you're a little studio and you have to develop like little games and stuff and you pick, figure out like how you're going to develop them and stuff. I'm sure that's like a ripe for gaming idea. Oh yeah, that sounds, sounds good. I can't even TM it because again, I feel like somebody else has put that out there. But it could be yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like 
that should be something that's been made but i don't i don't know like i i can't come up with it off the top of my head and i don't know if it's like too self-indulgent no because it definitely exists if they have like all those sim hospital games and like sim copter even and like sim roller coaster tycoon i'm sure there's like developer tycoon i'm now Probably. looking it up i i don't i i have honestly have no idea game dev sim on steam <laughs> you started in 1980 boot game dev sim uh this one seems early access and very like not put together but fair enough uh game dev tycoon on steam yeah there's okay this is a whole genre of games <laughs> so it's under simulation games and yeah in game dev tycoon you play you replay the history of the gaming industry by starting your own video game development company in the 80s create best-selling games research new technologies and invent new game types become the leader of the market and gain worldwide fans okay it is a whole thing yeah there you go so 10 bucks game dev tycoon on steam all right um do you want to play a game harvey Sure. Very jigsaw ish in itself. Like, do you want <laughs> Would to you play like a to game? play a game? Sure. Uh, okay. Um, so I don't remember exactly what I called this when I did it before. I know I've done it at least once, maybe twice. I can't remember. Uh-huh. Um but uh I know at least for the Halloween episode, I gave you a bunch of game titles with the word dead in them. And you had to tell me whether they were real game titles or fake game titles that I made up. Uh-huh. Okay. You remember I, this? I do remember this. Okay. So I have in, in, done a similar thing. I have got 15 Pokemon in front of me, some of which are names that I have completely made up off the top of my head, some uh-huh. of which are real Pokemon. I have taken them from the 6th, 7th, and 8th generations. I was about to say, if if they were the first 150, I would 100% get them all right. Yeah, no, I have, I've went deep into the, the Pokemon lore and got the most recent ones that are, that just tried to, tried to get some ones that are sound as crazy as possible. So I'm going to give you a name and you're going to, you're going to tell me whether or not uh, it's fake or real. And okay. I will admit, I almost chose all real Pokemon names just, just to see how long I could go before you realized what the jig was. But I did not do that. There are ones that I've made up. Okay. 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 Uh, I, think I, good? I think I'm good. So how many? There's going to be 15 of these things? 15, yeah. Okay. So I got to get seven to win. No, that's that's not how math works. That's like almost half. I, uh, eight is over fifty percent. Seven is under fifty percent. Like Seven, last time okay. we did this, you got six out of thirteen, which puts you under fifty percent, and you lost. <sighs> or six out of thirteen. Yeah. So right. you've got to get eight. Eight that's, it is. That's the. I I don't know if my Pokemon name creating skills are as bad as, or as good as my dead game making skills anyway uh first first order of business first pokemon name cutie fly well played t-man well played (laughs) cutie fly yes so it's sort of like a pun on cutie pie and cutie cutie something would have been like i would have been like that's a pokemon but cutie fly and there are insect pokemons i feel like it's too obvious this is you. You bullshitted me. You are incorrect. This is a real Pokemon name. Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> like, do I have a little tidbit about this Pokemon? or? It's just... I mean, I can look it up if you want to. I just sort of, I was just pulling names off of, okay. of, of lists. Uh, yeah, it's it's a bug Pokemon. It's it's a little bug with, with wings. Is it cute? It's a... Bee fly Pokemon is what it's called. All right, let's all right. <laughs> let's just go through this. Grip my teeth. All right. Uh, next one, Pyrelk. What? P y r e l k. Like this one, I don't even know. Like it doesn't conjure up an image of something like Pyre. I get it's like a fire type, but 
I feel like it's real because you would have been clever at making it into something that I would have recognized or a pun or so. Real Pokemon. I've I've fooled you. <laughs> what? Like how did you how did you make up this bullshit name? I mean, elk is a animal. Oh like, you know, god, pyre elk. elk. Yeah. I didn't even think I, I was just it, like pyre elk like what and I was like LK pyre LK and I couldn't <laughs> think of elk. Okay. <laughs> See, now this would be harder or easier, maybe, if I could see the Pokemons. I mean, well, that's the whole... Yeah, like, then I know. We're just going to... Them, you know? Or like, you could show the real Pokemon and give me real or fake. But that, that, see, I thought about that, but that's like a visual element to a podcast, it and it doesn't really work very well. Um, all, right, two, all right, two down. Two down. Okay, next up, Mudsdale. Mudsdale. Yes. I know there's a Mudkip. Mm-hmm. Now, is this stupid Pokemon like an evolution of the Mudkip to a Mudsdale? <laughs> real. You are correct. Mudsdale is a real Pokemon, although it is not in any relation to the Mudkip. They just wanted two Mud names? <laughs> yeah, it, it's apparently a pun on like Clydesdale because it's like a earthy horse. I was wondering if they were going with like a horse, like a Clydesdale, but then I was like, a Mudkip has nothing to do with that. A Mudkip is like a weird, like axolotl or something. Yeah, no, it, it's not related to Mudkip at all. It's just okay. they're both muddy. Mud horse. All right. What? Mud horse, yeah. Uh, all right, next one. Pump Kaboo. I know there's a fucking pumpkin Pokemon. Um, say it again one more time. Pump Kaboo. See, I'm like, are you this clever to come up with, like, weird cutesy Pokemon names? Like, it's the Kaboo. If you said, like, Pump Boo or Punk Boo, maybe. But the Punk Abu? It's the Pump Kaboo. Pump. I'm going to say it's real. I'm cringing. You you are correct. It's a real Pokemon. It's a a ghost pumpkin. Because if you had come up with that i would have it would have been genius on your like the kaboo part <laughs> if you just did if it went punk boo or something i'd be like oh yeah yeah t-man bullshitted yeah punk kaboo all right okay two i'm i'm, I'm on a streak now he's on all fire right. <laughs> all right next one is squibble oh you son of a bitch this <laughs> it sounds like a pokemon i know there's a squirtle why wouldn't there be a squibble bullshit are you are you metaing this one out? Do you think, I'm like, think I made it, it up just to yeah, trick you? It's it's too close to other Pokemons. Well, you you are correct. I did completely make that one up. Yes. Uh, Were you trying to go off of Squirtle, or what was the inspiration? I, a little bit. I I was just I I was trying to come up with something nonsensical that wasn't like a mashup of things. And I mean, you know? if it was, I feel like if it was like an evolution or related in any way to like the big three, I would have seen more of it or something. So mm-hmm. like Squibble. But I mean, no. as you, as has been established, mud can cu- came up multiple times and had no relation to each other. Again, though, like the big three, Bulbasaur, like Charmander, Charizard and all those, like, and Venusaur and all those, like Squirtle is a big franchise. You don't want to have other things like interfere with that product. That's a brand unto itself. Yeah, that's so, that's true. Okay, that's true. three. I'm good. All right. Next one is Tuboblat. Tuboblat? I'm not sure how to pronounce it. It's so dumb. It's so <laughs> dumb that again, I'm like, if you created this, you're a mad genius. But I think it's a Pokemon. I am a mad genius. Tuboblat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's Tuboblat. It's so stupid. It must be a Pokemon. <laughs> Because you wouldn't I, I, be that stupid. <laughs> I am that stupid, damn it. I'm so stupid. I can come up with stupid Pokemon names. Hire me, Nintendo. I can I can do it. Oh, God. Fine. <laughs> Streak broken. All right. Uh, so you're, you're three and three right now. Three correct, three fails. Uh, so you're, you're at 50-50. It's as if oh, I was man. guessing randomly. <laughs> All right, next one is Aerocuda. Ooh, I want this to be real. I like it. Anything that goes with a Barracuda, I'm going to go with it's a real Pokemon. This is you you wishing it into existence? Yes. All right, well, you are 
in fact correct. It is a real Pokemon. Nice. Is it like a fish with an arrowhead or something? I, it's just it's a, it's a long pointy fish. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's, it's a, simple. Arrowcuda, and it like, and it evolves into Barrascuda. I love it. I want this Pokemon. It should be a starter. <laughs> It's in the the it's a, a generation eight Pokemon. So if you get the new games, you'll be able to get it. Sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, next po- Pokemon, Mellow Edge. Mellow Edge. I, I guess it could also be Mellow Wedge, but it's uh, like Mellow and then Edge, like the two words. Together. Yeah. Mellow Edge. This is again. I, I can't. I can no longer use my too stupid because this one i'm like it's not stupid actually a mellow edge i don't know what it conjures up but like yeah okay i believe it it's a pokemon i am so good at fooling you apparently (laughs) okay damn it (laughs) like i mean it's i was like it's just mellow and edge yeah it's easy to bullshit but i'm like that's that's what a pokemon would be wouldn't it (laughs) it's like a marshmallow but like spiky okay Okay. Yeah, I was going maybe. with like a muck poison type, like the muddy gooey kind. Oh, yeah, maybe. That 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 could work too. All right, uh next up, Rock Rough. I think this is real. You are correct. It is I, real. I think I've seen this one. Like Rock Rough? Yeah. It's, it's like it's a, a dog. dog Pokemon. Yeah, it's a dog it's like Pokemon. A... Yeah. Yes. Next one, Skrelp. This is another you son of a bitch. What? Like, did you just make up a sound effect? Scrub. Because the first rule in Pokemon is like, is it two words smushed together? And scrub, I don't easily see like kelp. Is it a screaming kelp? Like, what is the scrub? <laughs> and then, okay, uh, doesn't immediately come to mind like a cutesy thing, but a sound effect I feel like is easy for you to bullshit. I think this is fake. You are incorrect. It is, in fact, a real Pokemon. God damn it. It is like a seahorsey type thing that it is okay. apparently based off of kelp. Like, yes. it, it like, okay. yeah, but yeah. What was Skrell in regards? I have no idea. It, it's Skeleton? poison water, according to this. I so. could see it if it was like a skull, like skeleton based Pokemon kelp thing yeah. Uh, anyway yeah scrub great <laughs> all right well you're still completely even 50 50 this one's going down to the wire okay all right next one securo serve can you repeat that securo serve s-e-c-u-r-o-s-e-r-v i mean it's it's a complicated one the name I'm going to say it's fake. I just, it, it doesn't seem like a little kid would like this. <laughs> All right. You are correct. It is in fact fake. Although it is a real company in GTA five. <laughs> okay. Like, there's your inside joke. Okay. Yeah, I, I pulled that randomly from GTA five just to see if I could confuse you and make it into a Pokemon. Because it sounds, it, it almost sounds like, like one of those like It was like high tech. Things. I was like, it's a magnetic yeah. Pokemon of some sort. Right, yeah. That's what I was going for. But I was just like, what? Ki- it's not marketable and I don't think kids would like it. So secure servers is where I went with in my mind. And I was like, no, Pokemon, that's not where you go. <laughs> All right. Next one. Stuffle. So dumb, it's got to be real. Stuffle? Stuffle? Yeah. You going with real? Real. You are correct. Yes. You didn't even ask how it was spelled or anything. It's nice. just, it was so dumb. It falls into that scrub category where I was like, it's it's a sound effect, but I, apparently those are real. <laughs> uh, it's apparently a fighting bear Pokemon. It like looks like a teddy bear or something. I think I've seen the evolved form of this, and it's pretty fucking badass, actually. Yeah, the the evolved form is Beware. I didn't pick that one because I recognized it, and I I thought you might too. I don't, but I think the name is stupid. But I know it looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> wow, right. that's a disappointment. It's named that. But <laughs> okay, so that's seven. I think so far for me. 
Yeah, so you got to get one more and you're you're above 50. Nice. Next one. Plusha. Spell this one. P L O O S H A. Plusha. Mhm. Like you're going with a plushie here. Plush, I could see, but I'm going to say it's bullshit. You are correct. That is Ooh. complete bullshit. Ooh, that one was a uh, it was just it was just after the scruffle stuffle i was like oh man and just i had to break my own rule of the cutesy sound effects or pokemon <laughs> but plush no plush yeah i was i was going for like plush e type thing all right next one turnius oh god it's so dumb that it could be a pokemon like <laughs> it could be a turnip it could be a screw it could be like all sorts of it could be a magnetic turnip screw like <laughs> magnetic turnip screw that's the name of my indie rock band <laughs> uh, let's go for it let's no turnius is so dumb it's it's in that dumb category again like why who would make like it's like an ancient roman name <laughs> i'm gonna say ancient it's roman screw <sighs> like a little gladiator helmet <laughs> it's a little plant-based gladiator pokemon or let's go with it's it's real turnius it's it's so dumb that it's real nope i fooled you again it is in fact completely made up were you going for turnip or turn or screw or just i i i had absolutely no idea what i was going for just went into a pokemon trance and just started making yeah Just and you double check that none of these are real pokemon in other games or something yeah i i don't know uh, <laughs> all right, last one. Inke. Spell it. Oh, this is this is tough. I n k a y. Inke. I mean, Inky octopus. I can see it being a Pokemon. It's cutesy enough to be a Pokemon, but they do have a lot of jellyfish Pokemon already. But like Tentacruel, Inky. Like this could be a baby version of that stuff. Inke though, it just sounds pretentious. <laughs> it's not Inky. It's Inke bullshit not a real one you are incorrect it is in fact a real pokemon it is a dark psychic type pokemon it's not even a squid or it looks i guess it looks a little bit like a squid but but it's a psychic inke the pretentious bastard okay fine but i still (laughs) got my eight i'll walk out a winner yeah you 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 just squeaked by you got eight out of 15 which is Still above 50%. So you, you did is, were successful. Yes. I successfully guessed. <laughs> <laughs> I did appreciate the effort you put into it. You're like, is this stupid enough to be a Pokemon? <laughs> I'm not sure. Is this too stupid? It's, are you this stupid? And are you trying to be so stupid that you're tricking me into it's Pokemon stupid? Oh, I have successfully proven that i am kind of stupid <laughs> not stupid enough to completely fool you but just stupid enough to get about 50 50 okay. and it was it was evenly spread too it, yeah. like you got meta, real like, ones oh. wrong and you got fake ones wrong like you, you did both you didn't just only fail at mine you didn't say everything was real or something like that <sighs> all right well that that's it that's a that's a podcast where we're at our hour really? thanks for indulging me with yet another random game i came up with on the fly i mean i guess it's not random because we've done it before but i was like i was listening to uh to people talk about pokemon uh earlier and i was like you know what would be fun is if i tried to fool harvey with pokemon names making up pokemon names that's the yeah i appreciated that little meta aspect of it well um that that's it but that's all we got that's all she wrote it's in the books i don't know are we (laughs) putting in quotes yeah i i I don't i don't know what other quote what uh, you know Uh, i got nothing harvey z where can they find you you can find me on twitter at the z is silent you can find me on Twitter at Teamman Plays Games. You can find our podcast at Make Me a Podcast. You can always email us at makemeagamerpodcast at gmail.com that I promise I will check more regularly, I swear. 
and you can always join our discord am i forgetting anything i am i have started my top 100 games of all time in blog form i'm counting down one game a day so it's going to be a while before we get to number one but i feel like I've tried to do this multiple times before, and I feel like this way I'm not going to burn myself out because I can do like a couple at a time and then rest and then a couple more at a time and then rest and not feel pressured to do a whole bunch at once. Oh, and this is and, different than from last year's like whole thing that we did because that was just a limited time. This is of all time. Yeah, this is this is of all time. Uh, the last year was the decade and... I'm not going to be really doing anything with it on the podcast. Uh, this is simply writing. So this is just me, excuse me, self-promoting. Uh, 199 are already up and more will be up by the time this podcast airs. But I am excited to be doing this. Uh, don't think things are going to be in the same order just because they were that way on the uh, the decade one. Because it's been a year since I put together that list. And games that I had on that list might have changed in uh, opinion or, you know, got I feel like I like them even more or I like them less now. So it's it's all over the place. I did a lot of restructuring because like I, I made a list at the end of 2017 and tried to do like a full 100 countdown in 2018. I think it made I made it through the 70s before I stopped posting and ended up just posting the full list. So there is a full list on the website already from, from 2018, but that one is obviously missing a lot of games, for games like God of War and Spider-Man and uh, other things that came out from, from 2018 onward. Basically, a lot of Switch games, anything that's released in the last three years, um, and then some stuff from older than that that I've played re more recently that I hadn't played before. So you know, tune in, read daily if you if you want. I, I, they're scheduled to go up at 11 a.m. each day as for what I've planned. I've got them. Uh, I've got through the first four already written up, and then I'll be doing more this weekend. So uh, be on the lookout for that. You know me in lists. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> So just All scratching right. that creative uh, so, itch. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a nice little like writing exercise because what I realized is, just to go off on a minute here, I felt like my reviews and things I was writing, I was some sometimes taking a little bit too much of a step back and analyzing just like mechanics and graphics and just stuff like about the game, like I was doing reviews and not really getting in touch with like why I personally like the games and why they matter. And you know what, what made them special to me and doing like, just like a lot of more specifically critical review ish work. And so this is a, an exercise for me in, in that I'm trying to, when I'm putting together these uh, entries for the top 100, I'm trying to, I have like a section for like explaining what the game is about. So I get out that sort of like general stuff and then everything else is like why it's important to me and, and my memories associated with the game and, and that sort of stuff. So I just want to try and talk more about my feelings and emotions in the games rather than specifically like logical sort of like the detached things that like, oh, why why would someone else want to play this game? No, I'm I'm going to talk about why me. This is all about me. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh that that's it. Um that's all I got. Harvey Z, uh take us out. Uh let's see. Uh you guys should be following me on Twitter. Um uh, I'm noticing I've started to rise in counts over the past week or so. I'm accumulating one new follower a day. But they're all like OnlyFans slash influencer type. Well, not even influencers. They're just like porn accounts. But I oh, mean, th that happens I, a lot. Does it? I felt special. It was like one no, new porn no. person a day joined me and I was like, I'll take it. You can be my fans. Yeah. Like you'll, you'll lose them soon enough. Like, I don't mean to be rude, but like I, I occasionally get like spam porn people following me for a little while. No, no. Um, 
They're not spam. And... It's real to me, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying some of them aren't real, but... Like, I was yeah. hoping, like, since our last, like, discussions or so, and maybe because I talked about porn on this podcast, that perhaps, like, I've started to accumulate a following, and it's like, I'll take it. I Sure, <laughs> add my accounts with these porn accounts. <laughs>